0: I'm Leslie Myrick. I'm an adventurous, organized, and enthusiastic interior designer based in the Atlanta, Georgia area, and I work with clients all over the U.S. and Canada. My mission is to help high-achieving moms bust out of boring homes without stress and overwhelm. This is the podcast version of my weekly Instagram and Facebook live show, Bust Out of Boring. You can catch me live there every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Ready to create a kick-ass home you love? Let's bust out of boring. Hey everyone, Leslie Myrick here. Welcome to Bust Out of Boring. This is episode 112 Five Ways to Improve Work Life Balance. First of all, I have to say, if you're watching this on video, I have a hot pink blazer on. And while the entire outfit from head to toe is real cool, because there's like edgy, ripped boyfriend jeans on camera from the waist up, I just look like a news anchor from the 80s. So this is not working. (laughs) Quit as I had anticipated on camera. But here we are, your news anchor friend Leslie giving great design advice. So let's talk about improving work life balance. Many of us have had to work from home because of COVID. This is a reality, even those of us who didn't usually have a home based office. And it has not always been easy. You know, sometimes we are just sitting at a kitchen table or squeezing in on the couch on our laptop or kind of doing whatever we can to make it work. But we're a year and a half in. And if you're not thriving working at home, then we need to change that, which is what we're going to talk about today. So here are five ways to improve your work-life balance and actually enjoy working and living at home. Imagine that. Tip number one is to create a dedicated workspace. Yes, I know this is not always easy. And, you know, obvious ones, guest bedroom, a dining room, of course, you might not have the extra space. So what have I done before? You might remember me recording this podcast in my closet, which was created as a little mini recording studio slash office during the pandemic so I could have a quiet place to work. Maybe you have a small closet you can convert. That way you can shut the doors at night but have a workspace during the day. Maybe there's a staircase landing, a hallway. I know this sounds crazy, but if there's not a room where you can literally close the door, you need to carve out to find some sort of space that you can say, this is where I work, and when work is done, you can leave it, and the rest of your home gets to stay as your home. So find some way to create a dedicated workspace. Tip number two to improve work-life balance. This is where it gets fun. Design a workspace you actually want to spend time in. You are not in corporate America. You do not have to deal with crappy corporate furniture and boring wall colors. This is your home. Paint and decorate your workspace. Give it some pizzazz. Make it a space you Actually, want to be in. If you missed last week's episode, episode 111, it's called What to Splurge on and What to Save on in a Home Office. You are going to find great tips there to get that party started and find ways to, you know, be a little budget friendly as well. Tip number three to improve work life balance, implement boundaries around your time. This one's not sexy. It doesn't have to do with decorating, but it is so damn important. So working from home obviously means greater flexibility, but it can also mean never ending work. If work creeps in all over the place, because you're too flexible. Have you thought about a start time? Have you you thought about a hard stop time? Are you going to work weeknights? Are you going to work on the weekends? Are you going to take those completely off? You might not have to stick to the same corporate schedule you once had, but you need to make sure internally in your noggin, you've got to have limits on your time or else work will take over. Figure out what it means for you to work from home. Maybe you like taking mornings off and you want to work from 12 to 8. Great. Make that a thing. Stick with it. Again, it's about setting boundaries around your time and your availability. Tip number four is to create a commute. I know you're probably like, well, that's stupid. I finally got rid of my commute. And as someone who has lived and worked in Toronto, Los Angeles, (laughs) among other places, I can tell you, I know how crappy long drives can be, but I will say One benefit of that time for me was kind of getting mentally prepared for my day in the morning or unwinding before I made it home. That hour was spent listening to podcasts or music or just kind of letting my brain go and processing things from the day. So personally, I need a little bit of a quote unquote commute to prep the day in the morning and unwind at night. So what I do now, as dorky as this might sound, I get my coffee. Get my shoes on, and I literally go to the end of my street and back. <laughs> it takes about four minutes, five minutes if I'm slow. And that's all I need. It's just a marker to start and end the day. It's a rhythm, it's a routine. It is without headphones or podcasts or music. It's just five minutes to kind of clear my head, get my head in the game for the day, and get going as soon as I get home. If you live in a city, go around the block. Or maybe you've got something better to look at, but I just go down the street to the stop sign and turn around and come home. Okay. Tip number five to improve work-life balance, fix those little annoyances that drive you crazy. Here's what I mean. Do you hate your computer keyboard? Maybe it clicks too loudly. Is your desk lamp too bright and too aggressive and you don't like how it looks? Does searching for your phone charger when you need it during the day drive you crazy? They're little things, yes, and they might not even seem like they are worth addressing, but I'm telling you, buy a new keyboard, swap out that light bulb, buy an extra phone charger that always stays in your workspace. These are inexpensive little fixes that are going to improve how you feel dramatically. There's an author named Denise Duffield Thomas, who I love. She has a book, Chilledpreneur, also love that, came out recently. And one of the concepts she shares in that book really struck with me. And she talks about having a, quote, keyless life. So the idea is, think about, you know, say you've got an armload of groceries and you've got to dig through your bag and either find your car key or your house key and you're fumbling and you have to open the door and you have all these things. And it's just stuff that we do so often. And yet it drives all of us crazy think about how revolutionary keyless entry has become. It's a little thing and it just smooths over that little bump in the day and makes everything easier and smoother and better. So think about your workspace, your work, whatever you've got going on at home when it comes to that. What can you make keyless about your work or your workspace so you can enjoy it more? What little inconveniences can you improve? What fixes can you make that will actually have a big impact on your well being, your happiness at work, and your work life balance overall? Let's recap five ways to improve work life balance. Number one, create a dedicated workspace, preferably with a door, but make do with what you have. Two, design a workspace you actually want to spend time in, make it pretty. Three, implement boundaries around your time. Number four, create a commute. And number five, fix those little annoyances. Really, ultimately, improving your work life balance is about creating boundaries. We keep talking about that around your space, your time, and your energy. Don't waste your energy being annoyed you can't find your phone charger. Don't waste your energy being annoyed people are texting you after hours. That is on you to create that for yourself. By making working at home better, you're actually going to make living at home better too. They both play into each other. And by improving work, you're actually going to improve your work-life balance. I'm a nerd. I love working from home. I've been doing this for years. If you have any questions that I can help with, specific things that you are struggling with with your home office or finding space, please leave a comment. I would love, love, love to hear from you. And of course, I'll be back next Monday with another episode of Bust Out of Boring. You are awesome. Thank you so much for sharing part of your busy day with me. If you're digging Bust Out of Boring, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I so appreciate you taking the time to share Bust Out of Boring with other ambitious, professional, and high-achieving mamas like you. If you want more help busting out of your boring home, you can grab my free interior design budget guide, kitchen design checklist, and more free resources at lesliemyrick.com. While you're there, you can also find out how to work one-on-one with me for your design project. See you next Monday.